Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Catholic Conversers. Right, so ages ago, one of our avid fans... One of the three of them. Michelle reached out and said, this is a quandary. And having worked with Michelle in the past... And her being a part of the um, raft of people that overnight their organization goes, hey, project manager, you're now an agile delivery manager or whatever other title they decide to give uh, with no training. And her question was, project managers, where do they fit in agile? Do we want to go by the book? Do you want to just say in our experiences? I think we should do a bit about it. I think we should start with what does the book say? Thinking about the Scrum Guide. Uh, which I've spent most time teaching and therefore probably have the best, <laughs> most detailed memory of. Um, they don't have one. Um, now, I think that's fairly reductive. So to be slightly less reductive, um, they're probably stakeholders to a scrum team. Um, or if it is essential for them to be in the team because they hold some of the skills that the team find essential, then they would be a developer in the scrum term where a developer in scrum is just someone that's part of the team. So... What's your impression of what a project manager does outside of Agile? Now, let's acknowledge that there is a significant overlap between project manager and many of the Agile delivery roles, which is where this whole topic comes from, right? It's why many companies go, hey, you do organising things, you'd be a good Scrum Master. Um, And that's fairly frequently true and occasionally very untrue. So I think... You know, you've got that that same skill for things like people, relationship management, and stakeholder management. It doesn't necessarily whether you are a, a scrum master or a project manager or a agile delivery manager or a delivery manager or insert title here. So you know the, the skill overlap is significant, but by the book, they're not needed because you know agile generally deals with products rather than projects. Now, again, we're being somewhat reductive in that you should be able to do projects to products, I guess. And that's maybe where the overlap comes in as far as Agile is concerned. So, uh, yeah, I I wrote down a couple of words. I I wrote down bridger of gaps, manager of governance, uh, maintainer of scope, uh, relationship builder of stakeholders, and uh, troubleshooter of problems. And, yeah, all of those things kind of can get consumed into roles. I think... And this this fits into a broader set of thinking that I'm doing at the moment, which is what doesn't work so well in Agile, and no no spoiler alert for when we talk about this in the future, and my thoughts are still evolving very much on this, but Agile, for me, fits very nicely into certain organisations. And that product thing that you mentioned is a, you know, where especially where your product is software as a service or something like that, Agile is by far and large the best approach. Where it struggles, and possibly because of its implementation, don't know, haven't worked this through, is in organizations that are more complex and therefore where there appear to be, or they quite often are, and they need addressing either through Agile or through some bridging thereof, which is why you get these hybrid approaches through some sort of alternate mechanism so if i think about a large financial organization and it's multiple divisions and it's 
interwoven technology and the complexities of releasing and regulation and uh, stakeholder management and the fact that its product teams are probably traditional product teams and then there's technology teams and then there's channel teams and all that sort of stuff. If you were to take a squad and say, right, there you go, here's a here's a product and this is the stuff we're going to work towards, these are our objectives on it, there tends to be stuff that falls down the cracks or that just gets in the way and consumes the team so much that you lose a lot of the benefit without some sort of wrapper around that team or outside of that team that supports and they interface with. So we mentioned that project managers often just get shoehorned into Scrum Master. I think that the bigger mistake is often that project managers get shoehorned into, well, you will, you'll be the product owner. And I think that skill set is, again, still somewhat overlapping but actually slightly further away generally and can lead to a product owner that is a micromanager and that can be very difficult for teams. We stray into this, how do you make agile work in an organisation? The reason I go down that thread is because actually, so if you take a, a technology company, a software as a service company or anywhere that I've I've kind of said agile fits really well and a squad can be empowered and deliver stuff, then they don't ha- they don't ha- tend to have project managers now i've worked at one of them and they had project managers and because they were 10 years old rather than 5 years old and having project managers they just all got rebadged right you're a scrum master now there you go um and and that is yeah that that has its own set of problems and challenges but in those bigger organizations they tend to have the project managers they tend to be the ones that need more organizational work and and don't want to strain to that but the the project managers actually, whatever role they get put into, as long as they embrace the agile principles, I think they can actually enable these teams. And it's tr- it's a transitionary thing for me. So if you have a if you have a project manager that gets on board with agile principles and then works to support a team in their delivery they can move obstacles that would otherwise and bridge gaps and you know that sort of stuff that would otherwise potentially inhibit a team that might be governance it might be route to live it might be stakeholder management yeah i think i'd i'd come to the same thought as you were talking which is just i think of some of the exceptional project managers i've worked with two in particular stand out and um what they were really good at was one knowing where they were and weren't needed so they didn't wade into the day-to-day of the team unless they absolutely had to for something critical. So it was very much enabling the team to continue as a team and then protecting them is the word I'm going to use. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to do all those conversations so you don't have to. That does mean that sometimes I'm going to need you to welcome me in and talk to me and be open with me and trust me. And I think that's a really important point around trust. And um, I think that comes from building those relationships, but also from as a project manager working with an agile team, show them that you get it, show them that you're not there to get in the way, you're not there to say, when's my deadline or, you know, what's, you know, forcing them into conversations that they don't want to have just because that's how you're used to working. So I think it's about working on behalf of the team, alongside the team, um, and, yeah, protecting the team is a word that comes to mind. I think it's really powerful. And I think that, yeah, and that's the distinction for me. So the bit that you said there about just because that's the – and that's the difficulty for these people as well, because they they get overnight 
rebadged with or without support. They might have to be self-taught. They might have prior experience, whatever. But that, but the default is to go right. And I, and I've seen this in organisations that I've worked in. I've seen it in technical delivery, and I've seen it in project management, which is uh, let's get a spreadsheet together, or let's get a Microsoft project, and let's start doing our um, let's start doing our plan. Let's I know it's agile, so you you know you can't commit to any of this, but let's just go through all of these uh, you know nth, nth possibilities and and get our list together and, and get our Gantt chart going because that's the that's the model that we operate in, and that's where I'm comfortable. So when I did my offer of mentoring a while back, uh, more than one of the people that reached out was a project manager that wanted to become a scrum master or wanted to take on more agile roles. I think it's worth us touching on on the sort of advice that. I gave the sort of conversations we had, which was just if you commit to it properly and go and learn about Agile and learn about the roles and where you think you might fit, then you're bound to have many, if not all, of the talents that you already need. You just need to do a bit of learning about how it all clicks together. But meet Agile where it is rather than just assuming that you can slot in with your existing skills and mindset. I think is the really important thing if you're coming from a project management background into an agile role. That so that goes to one of the questions that I've written down, which is um we've sort of said project managers in certain organizations and circumstances serve a really useful enabling purpose for a for a team. We think that's ideally transitionary, transitionary to what towards agile maturity of a sustainable level. So when organizations hit that level where should the project managers be going what's their what's their career path now you've touched on it in terms of recommending approaches and i guess it depends on the individual but what are what are the probably in your view the common roles i think i think the point is that they all require mindset shift and a you know a bit of learning um but the the what i will frequently term the sort of more support roles so um, scrum master and product owner where you are part of the team but you're also often dealing with people outside the team all those stakeholder management skills all those organizational skills absolutely come into both of those roles and uh, transfer really easily so i'm just thinking about where this question's come from i wonder if it comes from how do i serve a purpose we've talked about rebadging people there's a different context which is i'm in an organization that says we are agile and we have squads and we have project managers how do i become useful and make myself useful in that circumstance we talked about where they can be useful but if you are a project manager in one of those organizations what 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 are you what are you thinking what direction should you be taking how do you how do you get out of the way of a team a number of times team rolls their eyes at you um Count the number of conversations that you feel like they could have had without you in the room. I think it's really important. You know, are you inserting yourself for the sake of inserting yourself? Or are you there to protect them? Are you there to support them because they need it? Or are you there because you feel obligated? You, know, you feel a need to prove your value, whatever that looks like. But I think to get to that point that we were talking of, of being an excellent project manager in those situations, I think it's about knowing when to engage and when to not engage, you know, build those relationships, particularly with your scrum master and your product owner, and then start out from a place of trust. So if they say they don't need you, don't go, mm, are you sure? Maybe I should just come along unless you know something they don't, and then tell them that thing and have that conversation. But yeah, give, give them trust, give them that space, and then, you know, hopefully they'll bring you in if and when they need to. I like that. I think as well, so... If, if I think about that organization that it's got project managers, it says it's agile. You as a project manager might yourself be thinking, 
that's not very agile, right? So you're in a position to be able to try and influence that mindset, those ways of working, improve those processes, break down those barriers, make the rest of the organization. So what so what purpose am I serving? Who am I connecting with? How do I make that more direct to the squad? How do I get rid of those obstacles? Have I got a set of weekly Gantt charts that I have to update for somebody? And why is that? And can I break down those barriers? So I think there's things you can do there. And in a recent role, my objective was to make the role disappear it's quite a privileged thing to be able to do if you you can only really do that if you're in a role and you're out on a client assignment or you know you're you're an interim of some description it's not really advisable uh or it takes a lot of courage to make yourself redundant but you know if you can if you can take a role and, and you can make that role disappear because actually you can make it more efficient and you can get out of the way properly then that that potentially is the right thing to do. I think I'll look two more thoughts on that. One is the overlap between that thought and um, we always say that a good scrum master is working themselves out of a job. It's the same thinking, right? It's a good project manager is almost working themselves out of a job by building up those wider relationships. My other point would just be, I think if you're a project manager in a, in a company that is going through some changes and you don't necessarily see a future there in that role in the same way that it has been. I think have an honest conversation with yourself or reach out to someone that might mentor you, someone that has a bit more experience of the industry. And maybe you'd love being a wonderful project manager and you want to just go find somewhere that does that. There's loads of places and you know plenty of jobs. Maybe you like the changes that you're seeing and want to get involved and then you know, let's look at some agile training. Let's look at making those changes. But um if things are changing around you, don't just drift and hope that they'll take you along for free because um, it rarely works like that. I think that's sage advice. That's how you should always operate. You should always reflect on where you are and where the industry is going. We we talk now about Scrum Masters. Scrum Masters could easily become an irrelevant role in terms of whatever the next iteration of Agile is, whatever the next fad is within an organization, whatever AI does to you know solve some of those problems. Teams becoming more self-organizing. Teams, teams are being challenged by um coaches in a different way or whatever i don't know but the the fact is you might love being a train driver one day you might not need a train driver or a train driver might also be a hybrid guard and you hate being a guard so you know it doesn't matter what industry you're in you should always have a little look about what what are the core things that i enjoy doing and where am i going to get those and are they going to exist and do i need to evolve those and if not then like the COBOL developers of past you find yourself either one of the lucky five on a million pounds a year who are making a fortune or the the other 900,000 of them that are doing nothing. In many, many organisations, there is space for excellent project managers um, alongside Agile teams, as long as you are working to be excellent at it in that context. Um, and acknowledge that that context is different to, you know, others that you might have worked in. My closing thought is this. I think it's the same as any of the other roles, what you might term legitimate roles in Scrum. If you're adding value, great. You There's a purpose to you being there. If you're not adding value, and that's from development team member, Scrum master, coach, whatever, then you need to reflect on that and get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs>